Good afternoon, everybody in the 904. I'm your host with the most on the afternoon show. I'm Davey Hartzell. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We've got two extraordinary guests, two of my very favorite people in town. We have Amanda and Jenna from Great Expectations Realty talking about some really cool awards and why it's so important to work with a real estate agent on all of your transactions. It's very, very cool. They've got some insightful information. We've got Jenna, of course, with the great um, Hastings update. We love every month. And uh, we'll dive right into it. Let's uh, let's jump into Bozard Ford Lincoln. They've kicked off their 75th year serving St. Augustine in Northeast Florida. For three generations, their team and dealership have grown to meet the needs of this great community. The Bozard campus, I-95 and State Road 16 exit, has an incredible inventory from Ford and Lincoln, along with a great selection of pre-owned vehicles of all makes and models in the area. The state-of-the-art service departments, the quick lane for express service and parts and accessory shops that can take care of your needs during the time of your while you own your vehicle. And no visit to Bozard is complete without a stop at Ford's Garage. Don't forget to get the 904 Now Burger. It is the world famous and latest and greatest. Enjoy one of their signature burgers. Uh, I know Sheriff Hardwick has one too. It's not bad, but the 904 Burger, that's where to get it, boo, <laughs> yes. So from delivery of your new car in your own driveway to mobile service of your fleet of company vehicles or anything in between, the team at Bozard Ford is ready to meet your needs in a way that is designed exclusively for you. Come let their family take care of your family. They're Bozard Ford Lincoln. They're driven to inspire. Oh, speaking about inspiring, we got to get to the Bailey Group. In St. Augustine's heart, the Bailey Group plays its part, a cherished institution, a gem from the start. Marcus, president, took the reins, a trusted relay, transformed an agency into a force, a St. Augustine display. More than insurance benefits and financial grace, the Bailey Group innovates, serving every place. Personalized service with a local touch, their commitment shines. It means so much. Largest in Northeast Florida, a well-earned claim they're not slowing down because they're rising to fame. Beyond benefits to families, they extend health and finance across the state. They defend a healthy promotion team, a tale to unfold, creating wellness stories, turning silver to gold. You feel inspired yet? Full of zest? Well, give them a call. 904-461-1800. Put their expertise to the test. We love you guys at the Bailey Group. And, of course, we would be remiss if we did not talk about Amara ah, Med Spa. Are you ready for a fabulous retreat and a beauty feat? Amara Med Spa, where fierce meets sweet. Pampering extravaganza, a menu to adore hydrofacials and Botox galore. Dermal fillers, laser enhancement, picture perfect like beauty enhancement. Tech, uh, high-tech paradise, gadgets in flight, top-tier care. Results pure and bright. Experts so friendly, crafting your plan Amara's Touch Beauty in Your Span. Chill vibes where relaxation takes flight, float on clouds like pure delight. No hesitation, the spa's dream in sight, Amara Med Spa, redefine and ignite. Check out the Amara Med Spa on Instagram, that's where their specials are, and uh, go see my friend Tracy, she's amazing. Speaking about friends, I've got my two favorites in the studio. I've got Jenna and I've got Amanda. Hi, Booze. How are you? Hi. Thanks hey. so much for having us. So exciting. So how is the wonderful world of great expectations doing? It is great. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I heard, I just read up that you guys were in the, what, the top 500 or something? What was this? Yeah. So we um, got top producer badges. Fabulous. So basically what that means is we're... It sounds like jewelry. So like I'm, <laughs> right? I'm like living for it. Exactly. Yeah. Like a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous gold badge. See, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
I love it. Um, so we found out our rankings for, uh, there's 12,000 agents in the Northeast Florida area, and we ranked in the top 200, actually. Oh, wow. I love so that. it was exciting. That is really exciting. How did they deliver this news to you? Like, do you get an email or like they call you up and you're like, oh my gosh, how did that happen? I mean, I wish it was a little more dramatic. I know, right? But like, it was cutting? an email, <laughs> you know. So cool. Um, it's nice because it's all objective, data-driven um, they look at all of the numbers over the last 12 months in the Northeast Florida MLS system, and then they compile this list, and there's 500 folks on the list. And I read where there were, I think, 200 new people on that list this year. Really? So that's neat to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so You're we're very proud. It. I mean, I'm looking at, I mean, I'm, obviously we're Facebook friends, so I can see a lot of the things that you post. You've got some incredible properties coming up. Yeah, I'm channeling you into some of those properties, oh, Davey. You, they're beautiful. <laughs> I, I, love, I love the space. You're really good with like, you find places that have good space. And that to me just says peace and harmony, right? I mean, everybody's going to be different. But yeah, right. is that like your niche in, in uh, real estate? It is um, being local from St. John's County. It used to be more rural. And a lot of the folks that I am still connected with closely have rural properties or acreage or folks are moving from neighborhoods, potentially you know, looking for that um, same Specifically thing. Specifically like the equestrian, right? Is that- I love the equestrian properties. Yeah. So I'm a horse girl. Love it. And I you know, gravitate towards those myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we do have quite a few new listings right now. Um, that are acreage. I've just listed one this week. Uh, it's 1515 County Road 13A South. So oh, that's, that's in Elkton. Right? Oh. That's, that's the one you love. Need to go have oh, that is on. so yeah. beautiful. Yeah, you can I take gotcha. it. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. It's Chipman Go- Joanne Gaines style, like Magnolia. You walk in the door oh. and it's beautifully decorated. There's the vaulted ceilings that are 20 feet tall in the main I can living fit space. Somewhere. That's perfect. Everyone you knows can I'm a giant. <laughs> go crazy on your spin bike in there like and there's it. room for that. Um, and it's over 15 acres. So you've got privacy to do whatever you want in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's zoned open rural. So you're allowed to have the farm animals, the horses. Oh. You can garden, you can homestead. Um, you can have a yoga garden in the backyard, whatever, you know, there's plenty of room for there's that. There's a giant barn too or something. There's right? a giant barn. What do you do yeah. with something like that? I like big barns and I cannot lie. Love you. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that barn, uh, you can, there's several different bays for vehicles. So you could either just use it to park your vehicles in it. Mm-hmm. You can do a workshop. Um, like there's a tractors. I'm thinking too. You could do tractors. Like okay. Yeah. Fun. The yeah. imagination's there. I know. So, I had you guys come in today because we really wanted to dive into why is it important to have a real estate agent in your world? That's a great question. And we actually get that question a lot from folks. Um, You know, a lot of people have that kind of age old idea that, oh, it's just a matter of sticking a sign in the yard and opening doors. Mm. And, you know, that's what realtors do. But there's so much more to it than that. Um, You know, several of us that have been in doing this business for years have crafted it to where we use our knowledge and our experience and continuing to learn new things to really help our customers through their transaction. Mm -hmm. And it's not simple. Some of them are very, very complex. Um, Just recently, I um, actually this past Saturday, I was talking to one of my customers and they were telling me a horror story, you know, about 10 years ago. They uh, had sold a property and didn't realize really what the ramifications were, but they had done a subject to mortgage. And those are very popular right now. 
Um, And basically what that means is they had a mortgage from a bank. A buyer came in and said, hi, I'd like to buy your home, but I can't get financing. So can I just buy it and use your loan? Mm. And they bought it subject to. So here's the problem with that, that a lot of people don't realize. And we're seeing this rampant in the market right now because people are trying to get creative because of the interest rates. Right, right. They, eight years later... um, found out that that buyer was not paying the mortgage and defaulted. And they found out because when they checked their credit report, they had a default of a mortgage payment. So it was oh, a mess. Wow, that is messy. And they not uh, a nice surprise. Right. Yeah, not a nice surprise. They're responsible for it. And they had to go in, take the house back, and it was trashed. I mean, it was gutted and totaled. Oh, this is sad face. Wow. It's very sad. They ended up having to go in and rehab the house and sell it for a loss, and then they paid the difference back to the bank. Otherwise it would have been a judgment on their credit. Oh. So it was a mess. That's and messy. and people don't realize the risk involved. Um, it also calculates into your debt to income. I just mm. helped a totally separate customer close on her house this past week. And she just bought a new home. Thankfully, her income was enough to support the purchase price of both the one she was buying, but the one she had sold on a subject to mortgage from years ago, because it stays on your credit. Mm. It doesn't remove like when you normally sell a home. Right. Additionally, what people don't realize, and this has happened to some folks in town, is if the lender finds out that you've done this, they can call in the loan and foreclose. So it gets messy. You know, there's a lot to it. Um, something else we're seeing a lot of are assumable mortgages. You know, people are trying to assume lower interest rate loans. That's a little safer. And if you have an attorney involved and, you know, you look at all of the ramifications of that, I feel much better about guiding customers into doing that. Why do they call it assume? Because that's where a buyer can assume your mortgage, take it out of your name and put it in their name. So it removes more of the liability from you. Um, it doesn't always, depending on the lender and the mortgage and the fine print, it doesn't always remove all of the liability, but it's a little bit safer. And those are things, anytime you're doing something complex like that, do not try to navigate that on your own. It's It can be very messy and very dangerous. Um, you know, those are just a couple of the things yeah. we're seeing a lot in today's market. I'm actually mind blown over here because I didn't even know any of that existed. Wow. I mean, I mean, you deal with, I mean, the wild, wild west uh, out in our county. So I'm sure you get like some like, I'm not going to pay commission. And I'm sure you get a lot of those kind of reservations. But what Jenna just said, that kind of just defines on why you're a part of this picture. Can you highlight any any moments that you've experienced? Sure. I just, you know, a couple of things. First of all, the way that we operate, Jenna and I at Great Expectations Realty, um, we are more service oriented mm. versus sales oriented. So I think that's really where we're establishing value is, you know, where we are providing the knowledge and the skill and um, helping guide folks. So we're in the business of turning your dreams into reality, not on selling you a product that's not necessarily compatible for you. Mm. So I think that's a big um, difference there. Recently, I sold a property that was riverfront and they had um, had it listed a couple of times before and were having a hard time selling the property. Beautiful property, by the way, mm. and it was very popular. But we found that on the wetlands map, uh, it looked like there was very little usable acreage on this property. So after visiting it in person and talking about it with a couple of experienced folks in the business, we decided it's best to go ahead and get 
a wetland delineation study done. And that would be like an updated map showing you exactly how many acres of usable land would be present on that property. Well, we had a nice surprise on that one. And it was, it turned out to be even better than what we had imagined. So that just justified, you know, the value in the property. Um, So we were able to attach that to our listing. And then also we did more homework and we worked with a a local environmental company to clear out a portion of the water uh, way there so we could open up our water view on the river. Okay, Those two things made all the difference. And we actually set a new record in the area and we're able to get more for that property than what the sellers anticipated. So they were thrilled. Can you define a little bit of the word usable land? Sure. Like, what does that look like? And I guess usable isn't the appropriate term for that because you could, there's a purpose for wetlands as well. Mm. Um, Buildable land or land that you could put a permanent structure on would have been a better terminology for that. Mm -hmm. So with wetlands, the value is, is far less uh, than, you know, uplands is, is the correct term. Okay. So getting that new survey or getting that new like designation for that Mm -hmm. property, um, did, does nature ever play in its, do you, uh, should all properties like that, should they always be kind of looking at usable land and, and how it evolves over time? So it's important to know how old the maps are that you're looking at. And a lot of our resources are outdated. Um, some of the maps per the engineer that I was working with mm-hmm. that we as realtors tend to go towards are from the 80s even, which is so oh, wow. insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you've got to be paying attention to land and know what kind of vegetation, not that I'm an engineer, I'm not, but you have to have some knowledge of different vegetations that grow in wetland areas versus upland areas mm-hmm. and know the area in general to have that, that kind of a knowledge. Um, what could to happen help. if somebody just built without doing those kinds of studies? A mm, uh, huge fine yeah. would be the big thing. Um, and then the structure wouldn't be sound. You're not going to get permitting. You know, the whole concern would be that your foundation would be built on a um, movable surface. Mm-hmm. If it's wet and it's boggy, that's not a good place to build a home. Right. Plus you're invading habitat, which is another problem. So yeah, there's a lot of ramifications for well, someone choosing to do that. From the morning show, we just talked, and I don't, I don't mean to put you guys in an uncomfortable spot, but we talked about the HGTV dream home situation with the yeah. seawall. And I didn't realize how specific St. <laughs> Augustine is with these kind of regulations because mm-hmm. they own the bottom. I didn't yeah. know that. And a lot of yeah. people don't know that. Yeah. How do you mitigate that with, with people that want to do the new and the, the, the dream home situation? A lot of due diligence. Yeah. yeah, a lot of it. And we've seen people buy homes without looking into the coastal construction line or without doing a wetland survey. And then they find out that the property's not buildable. Wow. And people spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on vacant land thinking they can develop it, but don't know better to do some due diligence. And then... No, it's yeah. a tough situation. I have another customer who just bought a property. This was actually about two years ago, bought a property off of Marketplace, Facebook Marketplace. And she- that sounds like a disaster. <laughs> was a disaster. Right, yeah. And bless her heart, she came to me after it was too late. And, okay. and I you know, guided her to which attorneys may be able to help. But she bought the property for, and the seller had an out-of-town title company that oh. they were friends with mm. on a quick claim deed. And what that means is she paid him $200,000 for this, you know, house. It needed some work, mm-hmm. thinking that she was getting a great deal. And at 200000 it would have been. The problem was he, they didn't buy a, a general warranty deed. He signed a quick claim deed. And for whatever reason, she didn't get title insurance because his title company didn't recommend it to her and said she oh, didn't need it. poor lady. 
She paid the $200,000 and came to find out there were four other owners of the property. He simply sold her his one-fifth share. So she paid the full price of the property and only owned one-fifth. And now she owned a fifth of the home with four other people. And none of them wanted to sell. And now she's in litigation trying to sue him. And of course, she'll probably win because there was some definite misleading. But what a hassle nonetheless. Mm -hmm. And all of that stuff that just piled in. Wow, this gets messy. Mm -hmm. So that's really important to work with an agent that knows um, the ins and outs on all this stuff. It's really important. How about how has technology and online tools, how has that like elevated the sales experience or the the customer relations experience within both of your cases? So I, you know, there's a time and a place for technology and there's certain aspects that are helpful, mm-hmm. but I much prefer the face-to-face, building the relationship, getting to know my customers, meeting them in person, really, you know, building that trust and that rapport because that's how you catch fraud. You know, when someone emails me or calls me and only wants to communicate by text or, you know, they, the AI is so smart now, it's really getting more difficult to differentiate scams Mm. and the scams are rampant, Mm -hmm. you know, especially with title companies, um, you know, they're experiencing a lot of wire fraud. It's a very real risk that we try to educate people on. And I think Christina from Paradise Title was one of our guests talking about that. She was great. Um, but you know, AI is dangerous. I've done, I've heard people up North, it hasn't happened locally that I'm aware of, but they had done zoom calls or they thought they had done zoom calls with a potential seller and it was Mm. all AI generated. Mm -hmm. So you got to really be careful and cautious. Yeah. Yeah. And with our phone numbers being published everywhere, we get so many scammers calling or trying to sell someone's property that they don't own. And, oh, no. you know, we see that a lot. So you have to but go there's through. A good, you guys have a good checks and balance system. Oh, Again, we do. Going back to why working with an agent yes. is important. So, Amanda, can you talk about how to select the right agent? I mean, different strokes for different folks. I mean, I'm That's a right. larger than life personality. I obviously have to find the right agent that can handle <laughs> all of this. So how do, what's, how do you how do you find a good agent? Um, first, I think that it's important for you to look at what's important to you. Are you looking for a specific area? You want to make sure that you're getting an agent that is very knowledgeable in that area. And then also what type of property are you looking for? If you're buying or selling, you want to match up with the agent that has experience in that area as well. Mm -hmm. Um, a good agent's going to have partners that they work closely with that they can recommend to you. But the nice thing is that, you know, as Agents, we don't get kickbacks or anything like that. We just recommend based off of good experiences that we've had or our customers have had. So all of those things can help um, if you're moving in from the outside area and you don't know anybody, you're going to really want to be able to trust your agent and their recommendations because that's going to make your life a lot easier. So the trust factor to me is the number one. Um, We do listing appointments. So that's how Jenna and I look at that as an interview for your business. So if you are looking to sell your home, we'd come in and we'd go over um, our marketing plan with you and discuss any questions that you have and kind of walk you through our process. And we yeah, recommend... You would walk into my house. You'd be like, you need a pod. You need to take all of this down. We have really one would. picture, David, on the wall. One. I have nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I get so, it. So that you're trying to streamline us. the experience, which is awesome. Yeah. Now, okay. I don't want to put you guys in another uh, awkward situation, but... But I do you. I know, but do I? <laughs> uh, my question is, um, I see sometimes people online, they, they sell homes or whatever, and they brag about how fast 
fast they sell homes. Mm -hmm. To me, as a buyer, as a or like if I was going to sell my house, I would want to make sure that it took the the right amount of time to get the right price point. How do you guys kind of zero and tailor that into the perspective of the client? So it depends. It's is that their mo? Do they need to get out of their lickety split because? you know, they're going to be foreclosed on or they're trying to start their new job elsewhere. Uh So you've got to be careful when you're bragging on those things um, because of that. It's, it's a recipe, you know, specific to each individual. So we think what's most important is whatever's most important to the customer. So we go through that at the listing appointment too. And we talk about timelines and, and that kind of thing. But yeah, if your house is selling super quick and you know, you are, under a multiple offer situation, it can look like maybe you didn't have it priced correctly, or maybe it was the only one and it was a jewel and everybody's been looking for that jewel. Mm-hmm. So perspective is important as well. Because yeah. I was going to get into Jenna and, and asking you like, when is the right time to sell? And for me thinking about, I want to get the most bang for my buck because I've got to obviously take that money to buy my next property. Yeah. So when do you know when it is the right time to sell? That's a great question. So kind of tying into what Amanda was saying, it's all about strategy. Mm. The first thing we do is talk to the customer, find out what their needs are and what strategy they prefer. So the seller's in the driver's seat. If if their motive is to get out of it quickly, you know, that's one strategy. If their motive is to get the most money, that's another strategy. So we take everything that they need, individualize it and come up with a plan for them. Mm-hmm. So to answer the question, when is the right time to sell? It depends. Mm-hmm. Depends on what your needs are. You know, if you told me that, you know, they're building this huge development behind my house and, you know, I'm not super excited because I'm losing my privacy and seems like the neighbors are selling and they're getting a good price. I'm worried about wind mitigation. Wind mi- <laughs> I, love it. I just love everyone knows I, know. I love saying so that word. It's my favorite word. It's know, so I good. It. I worry about wind mitigation. There we go. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> From so. this spin bike, I just want to clarify. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, going back to yeah, in, in your neighborhood and thing and yeah. trees are falling down and you don't really know like what's gonna happen with the, you know, the atmosphere of, of everybody. So yeah, yeah, it is a good I mean yeah. I definitely have that question. But part of that is also gonna be asking us, okay, if we sell your home right now, where do you want to go? Mm. You know, where what can we get? for your home and what can you do to find a new home in that budget that's going to be comparable or at least to make you happy you know does that mean if you sell this you're going to have to move to Palatka to buy right. a similar home or that's what I would be what afraid does it of mean? right you know so we we go through every scenario and we go through the pros and cons of each and then you tell us what you think is best we don't make decisions for our customers we guide them we give them options we talk through all the different possibilities and then they tell us what they want to do I'm sure Sure, they come back at you and like, what would you do in that situation? And how do Sometimes. you handle that question? I'm honest. Yeah. I just tell him, you know, if this were me and I were dealing with the situations and parameters that you are, I think this might be a great way to go. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, we try to push it back on them and let them make decisions for themselves. Every personality is different. Some people are very type A and then some people just they really do need a nudge in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But it's really about education and providing as many options as possible. I mean, we hear all the time that the average price in St. John's County was it 510 or something thousand now mm-hmm. how do you answer to clients that i mean i can't how do you how do we afford that like what what are some kind of innovative ways on looking at if you have to move look in this area or something mm-hmm. like that what do you suggest um so we try to compile a list and see which areas are great areas that you know aren't on your list of black and white you have to have these mm-hmm. and see if there's anything that would be negotiable for you 
And then we can expand the area if, if that is something you don't have to have this set radius that you need to be within a certain distance of work. Then a lot of times we are looking in other areas or maybe it's going to a condo or a townhome instead of a single family home. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be as creative as possible because, yes, the, the price, you know, is up a little bit. Um, I mean, so I've it's hard to afford. Cool kids. I'm seeing a lot. Of, we talk about Hastings all the time. I see a lot of people kind of making that move. Yeah. How do you feel about that evolution of Hastings? excited. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited about all of the progress that's being, or the um, new businesses coming in out there. Yeah, and Juniper Market, so excited. Yes. <laughs> and it's just exciting. Everybody seems very positive about it. And whenever you go to the uh, Main Street Market days and running around, you're seeing new faces, you're seeing some familiar faces, um, people just kind of buzzing, talking about, have you heard mm-hmm. of this? And I've been approached by numerous friends um, who were looking at bringing a business in there and they're excited to have the opportunity that that's, you know, it's a main corridor. You're passing through Hastings from Palaka. A lot of people either live in Palaka and work in St. Augustine um, or they're driving through mm-hmm. back and forth in their commute. And it's going to be nice to have the other businesses present there. I mean, if you're in St. Augustine hardcore, it's going to be stop, go, stop, go kind of traffic. That's just mm-hmm. the nature of the beast that's going to be. But there you're a little bit more free and it's a little bit more open. And yeah. sure, it takes you a little bit longer, but what a beautiful scenery, right? It's yeah. just absolutely stoic out there. So many great things are happening in Hastings. Yes. Um, what is some updates? What's going on? I know something's going on this weekend. Yep. So we have a couple fantastic events this weekend. The Methodist Church is doing their famous car show. Mm. It's going to be up and down Main Street, and then they have food vendors and pop-up market vendors. Oh, cool. Um, we also have a wonderful Black History celebration. Great. So we have R.L. Lewis, who is coming to do a demonstration, and he's going to, we're going to auction off one of his paintings. Fabulous. We have a Black chorus coming and they're going to be performing at the Methodist Church. Amazing voices. I've oh, heard. that is so cool. I'm so excited. And then we also have the Art Association is partnering with six black artists to celebrate Black History Month and they're doing a little show out there. Wow. Anything with a highwayman? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. One of, we have R.L. Lewis is coming. He's one of the original Oh, oh my bad. Okay, yeah, so he okay. is a highwayman. He is that a highwayman. That is very, very exciting. Well, the um, Art Association turned 100 this year. Yay. So I love that the partnership that they're doing with the Hastings, yes. with that, the art market in November, yes. I think we just had in 2023. Yep. Mm-hmm. Was that a good catalyst for change for the Art Association? It Do you see amazing. them maybe moving out there? Or? Well, we are doing another fall festival with Fabulous. them again, another art show. Um, and we've got a few other little events planned throughout the year with art. So it's, it's going to be great. That's cool. So what about cabbage, potato, and bacon? I've got to jump on this. Yes. So (laughs) April 27th and 28th, you are not going to want to miss this event. This is awesome. It is the cabbage, potato, and bacon festival. The bacon bacon. brings it home for me. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, because you can't really go wrong with adding bacon. Right, right. You know, it's, of course, the traditional cabbage and potato festival that we're trying to revitalize and bring back to the community. But um, it's going to be all about food and agricultural produce that weekend. We have um, guest chef. He's going to be our host of the event, Chef Hari Pulapaka. Oh, wow. He is amazing. So if you haven't already, Google him and check him out. He owns um, a cooking school down in DeLand, and he's just all about sustainable cooking. That's right, and that's how I know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very cool. He knows a lot of the chefs around St. John's County and has worked with them on projects, so he's handling collaborating with all of the guest chefs that are going to be part of the event from St. Augustine Mm. um, and the surrounding areas. So we're super excited about that. We're going to also be partnering with the Rotary on the Great Mowdown. I love it. Should we expect to 
see you there. Absolutely, oh, I love this event. Yes, there are other race. There, it's like a uh, lawnmower racing, yes, right? Yeah. Yes. Talk about this. Yes. So <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. We have a couple different heats that are going to be circling around the oh, block. Cool. Um, it's just going to be a great weekend. We're doing a tasting that Saturday night. That's going to be a formal um, food and wine and beverage tasting, mm-hmm. a pairing. Um, we're going to have live music, pop-up market, just so many things. And we have the Potato Blossom uh, Queen is going to be Oh, that's like the beauty pageant, right? A little right? beauty pageant for the kids. It's so exciting. Yeah, there's just <laughs> some great stuff. So, so Amanda, talk about, like, what are clients saying about the newness and the buzz? Are, are you getting any pushback from Hastings locals on, on some of this stuff? Or is this like everyone's embracing the new energy? Once in a while, you'll hear somebody that has something negative sure. to say um, that's really fearful of large developments coming in and the cookie cutter style homes taking over and the local man being squished is, is you know, ultimately what their fear is. Yeah. But once we kind of unfold the plan and we talk about how selective that everyone's trying to be with the tenants that they're putting in their buildings, it does seem to put them at ease. And then, you know, it gives them a different perspective um, on the whole project. Mm-hmm. So I feel like education is key in that. And that once people are educated, they have been very positive. So I haven't really had anybody that has been um, negative about it once they have been educated. So mostly folks are looking at it as an opportunity to bring their business to a neighborhood that's closer to their home mm-hmm. instead of having to travel out outside of the area. Right. You know, so I've had friends that um, have talked about possibly doing something in the medical field and, you know, maybe a clinic or something oh, like that. Awesome. But they've always traveled outside of their their area that they live in by 30, 40 minutes to go to and from work. So now they're thinking, well, maybe we could do something closer to home and be within a five-minute commute right. and serve our population. I love that. So the opportunity is what people are excited about. That's cool. But um, I mean, I learned a lot from the whole Hastings Library and that moment of really preserving the landscape. What if I have this dream of doing some giant, you know, uh, container home, some modern-looking thing? How is that going to be accepted in that community? Or is it really you need to look at the aesthetic and move into Hastings? That's a great question. So we are actually working on an overlay district. Hastings already has one, but I'm working with Karen Taylor, who's a local land planner and has graciously volunteered her time to help us kind of look at that overlay and determine how we want to grow. You know, it's important to us and most of the community to keep Main Street a beautiful, historic, small town vibe. Mm -hmm. Um, And no matter what any of us wants, like I'm not a huge proponent of big development. I think it's going to happen. We all know that. There's nothing any of us can do about that. So it's about healthy development you know, working together with our developers to make sure that our vision is respected. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if we keep some of the larger development along 207 and, you know, just work together to make sure that the things that are important to us are preserved, I think that's key. And we invite the public to be a part of that. We had a community meeting this past Saturday and, you know, we had several folks interested in that. And, you know, if you have concerns, bring them to us in a positive, respectful way so that we can make sure that your voice is heard 
the county is currently doing a, um, a survey right now that is asking for people for feedback on that. So you guys, so, would you have the coffee on Sunday, Saturday mornings or something? What is yeah, that event? It's um, the first Saturday of every month. We do a coffee and conversations. We had, I think, 46 mm-hmm. or 47 know, so people. so successful. Like, people love this. It was huge. And yeah. we had a couple guest speakers. We try to do guest speakers at each one that ties into something in the community. And we just sit there and talk. We talk about what's coming, what's happening, updates, what are people's concerns, what do you want? It's just a wonderful open forum. That's awesome. And then we take that information and we go back to the county and the the commissioners and we say, here is what we're hearing. Here are our concerns. Here's what we're excited about. This is what we want to do. And we have so many community projects right now. We're doing pavers along Main Street. We're working on historic lampposts. And, you know, we're hearing from the community what they want, and we are going for it. I love that. And I think that you guys are changing that standard and really, you know, setting a new expectation of letting the public have their opinion out there. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing things happen all over St. John's County, not just, but I think that you guys started this, like, let's have a conversation about it. And look how change Mm -hmm. can happen. I think that's beautiful. And they... Preserve that history. That's yeah. that's very exciting. Thank you. You guys are on always doing some amazing things. You've got some something partnering with Sheriff Hardwick. We do. Oh, so. I love him. <laughs> we are so excited. We have a couple of really big projects, and after next week, I hope to tell you more. But okay. I'll give you a little sneak peek. So there is this wonderful old building on Cochrane, and it's just um, past the church okay. on Cochrane. There is a little tiny block building, and it is the old Hastings Jail. Oh, wow. It was built in the early 1900s. It has the original bars and the original gates inside, and it's cool. gorgeous. So we— You're going to keep—they're going to keep all that? Oh, yeah. Okay, we're okay. going to keep it. <laughs> we're working on grants to restore it. We're working on a partnership between the sheriff and St. John's County and Hastings Main Street. Oh, how cool is this? open it back up as a little museum to, you know, give information and history about the property— But we're also hoping to add some other stuff uh, on the property, including raised bed gardens. Fun. That's going to be exciting. It's going to be amazing. So we're very excited about the project, and um, we'll be hopefully announcing some more tie-ins to that in the coming weeks. That is really—it's almost tying into—have you guys been out to the the botanical gardens yet? Have you seen that? Yes. Oh, I haven't got to stop. to interview them and talk to them. They seem like a real—they're doing some great things. Um, Valentine's Mm -hmm. Day, I know they have a special picnic thing. Mm -hmm. So this sounds like a really good surge of, like, you know, beautiful greenery. I mean, I miss it in St. Augustine. But, yeah, have you heard much of the botanical gardens? I have. Last year, I hosted a 4-H club in St. John's County, and uh, there are several of the kids that were participating, and the parents have been involved out there. Uh, And I think Jenna had the opportunity to take a tour, and it's been very popular. I've driven past multiple times and saw the road lined with cars trying to go in. So I love that people are, yes, staying positive about it and bringing something new. And it's fun to have something like that to go and visit, like you said, to get outside and see the greenery. That's our our community. We we love beauty and all of that. So when I'm seeing some of these major developments happening, we're losing some of these trees. But then you've got something beautiful like the botanical gardens to go and celebrate it. That's awesome. Yeah, we want to try to celebrate all the agritourism in our community because there's so much that people aren't even aware of and it's exciting. buzzword, got it. Agritourism, huge, huge. So we want to support all of the farmers, all of botanical gardens. We have kayakers Mm -hmm. that do tours up and down Deep Creek. I mean, there's so many cool things like that. And yeah, the Botanical Gardens is one of our business partners, so I'll shoot you over his contact info. He would would be a great guest. Oh, I would love to talk to him. Yeah, that'd be so fabulous.
fabulous. I mean, you always have something great going on. Uh, do you? How how far off are you planning in life? Like, I know Taylor Swift <laughs> is three years ahead of the of the curve. Like, do you just know? Like, or is this everything happens organically? I've got to ask you this. A lot of it happens organically. It's amazing. And we just have learned to be flexible, and it's been such a blessing. I mean, we truly love what we do. Um, Alan and I just kind of have had so many great opportunities and we both have this same mindset of like just being excited about that Mm -hmm. and watching what happens but yeah. Magical. Very, very cool. Well, ladies, thank you so much for coming in today. This was an awesome talk. I love seeing you in studio. It was so fabulous to yeah, have you. Yeah, it's so fun. Jenna, I always enjoy always. it. Yeah, always. Anytime you guys thank come you. back. Thank you so much. We appreciate your support. Absolutely. Wow, everybody. That is so inspiring. And it's great to have these these conversations about why having an agent is so important in your life. And of course, we can't say enough about Great Expectations, Realty and Auction. And we can't say enough about Old Town Trolley. Sit back and relax and take it easy, baby. Let it go as Old Town Trolley's licensed and talented tour conductors share over 500 years of St. Augustine's history. They have culture and old world charm while experiencing the unforgettable views aboard their open air trolleys. Guests will enjoy the city's European flavor and brick-lined streets and sites such as the Castillo de San Marcos, the Fountain of Youth, and Henry Flagler's former Ponce de Leon Hotel. This 90-minute tour features 22 stops and covers more than 100 points of interest. Guests can use their ticket all day on and off for reboarding. That's the way to get around downtown. A trolley ticket includes free admission to St. Augustine's History Museum, free shuttle service to many area hotels, and free access to the St. Augustine Beach Bus Shuttle Service. Check them out today. Get on that hometownpass.com. You can get some exclusive deals on that. We love them over there at Old Town Trolley. And uh, yeah, oh, I was really excited to talk to Miss Gail yesterday about that new trolley stop that's happened at the Lincolnville Cultural Museum. That was an awesome interview. And another awesome people are All-American Air for fabulous 45 years. All-American Air has been the AC hero of St. Augustine and beyond. We're talking St. John's, Flagler, Duval, and Putnam counties. They're not just experts. They're the cool cats of warranty and non-warranty service. They have preventative maintenance service agreements, new construction installations, and rocking high efficiency systems from Lennox Wonders to the ultra-smart iComfort thermostat. They've got it all in sight. Give them a call today. Get on one of those maintenance plans. You'll love it. 904-461-0070. And then our friends over at Bin 39. Tucked away inside the lobby of the St. George Inn is a charming spot, a hidden gem, if you if you must. A courtyard setting that's straight out of a dream of north end of St. George Street. It's a, This is not just any wine bar. It's a place where magic and perfection begins. Their wine collection features over 85 unique gems. You can't get these wines anywhere but Bin 39. This is a journey into the extraordinary. You'll find wines from both small and large producers. Some so rare you can't believe they're available by the glass. I'm telling you, that is a rarity. Um, so yeah, they're all about the good stuff. Get on one of those tastings, 904-827-5740. They have a Galentine's event, which I'll be talking about a little bit later. Um, that's going to be highlighting Joe Lee, one of our favorite local singers. Oh, man. All right, Blake. Let's get into horrible horoscopes. Can you play us some music, sir? I can't believe it. I have to. Yeah. The BJ said yesterday, at least you don't have to read your own horrible horoscope. Guess what? Today, I got to read my own. This is horrible. So now I know what Pete feels like on Fridays. Scorpio. Beware, Scorpio, for the shadows you cast shall come to life this month. (laughs) Your secrets will escape from the depths and crawling out like a sinister creature seeking revenge. 
Keep your closets locked, your curtains drawn, and avoid mirrors after midnight. The truth you've concealed may haunt you when you least expect it. <laughs> I ain't going back in the closet, baby. I'm sorry. All right, next up we have Sagittarius. As the adventurous Sagittarius sets uh, foot on the treacherous path this month, beware of the lurking unknown. Your wanderlust may lead you to a place where time stands still and ancient curses awaken. The laughter of mischievous spirits echoes in the wind, and every step you take might bring you closer to the realm where maps cease to exist. Ooh, you better bring out a compass. I'm sorry, Saggies. You guys are lovers. I feel bad for you. Light a candle. Oh. All right, we got some events. Blake, here we go. Hey, Alex Marley. Yes, Bob Marley's son is coming to Pesca, February 17th. This is a rooftop at Pesca from 4 to 8 p.m. This is going to be a moment. This is, of course, is Pesca Volano at their rooftop kitchen and bar. Check out uh, Alex Marley Music for a little bit more information. But yeah, this is exciting. Save that date. It's going to be an awesome moment, uh, February 17th. And shout out to... Uh, Michael Lugo. Happy birthday, buddy. I know it was last week, but still, the birthday celebration goes all month long. You're amazing, dude. Hey, are you ready for it? Champagne Problems, a Galentine's Day event. I talked about this earlier. This is Bin 39 featuring Taylor Swift soundtrack performed by Joe Lee. They have a themed drink menu and mocktails. They have a photo booth, uh, Bin 39 Wine Bar. This is February 13th. This is Tuesday, 2 to 5 p.m. There's no cover. All ages are welcome. Dressing up is encouraged. I'm going to have to go for a little bit before the Mike Davis show. But uh, yeah, this is going to be a great celebration. So check this out. Champagne Problems, a Galentine's Day event let's show up and show out no cover all ages welcome Hey, Young Professionals is a small business owner uh, uh, little networking group that gets together in St. Augustine. This is ha- They happen the second Thursday of uh, every month. This is from 6 to 8 p.m. They have parking at Dog Rose or the Leitner Museum. It's free to attend and hang out with like-minded professionals and business owners. This starts at 6 p.m. and ends around 8, like I said, or, um, and it may, uh, it may, they may, sometimes I've been to these and they go a little bit further on into the night, which is a great time. I'm telling you, YPO is is, uh, is always a fun networking uh, moment if you're a small business owner to get your name out there and see other like-minded business owners and they can get, tell you some tricks of the trade. Definitely check this out. Uh, check out the February Hangout, YPO, and small business owners. Again, Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. This is going to be super special, so mark that calendar. All righty. That uh, events list was brought to you by Panache. At Panache, they've been living their fabulous life since 1987. They've opened its doors to be a cut above the rest. Their mission at Panache is to care for their team, guests, and community from scalp to soul and bring the joy to the world one service at a time. Their mission at Panache is to exceed your expectations. The same goes for their elegant salon space dedicated to guest comfort and devotion to innovation and artistry. They're focused on making your day and continually raising the bar by aligning with Aveda's mission of ethical and sustainable business practices. Get posh and go to getpanache.com and get with it, boo. I know tickets are on sale for Love Your Mother, um, St. Augustine. I'm telling you, this is going to be a moment. Go on Panache's um, uh, Instagram or Facebook page and find out more information. Get those tickets because this event will sell out. I am emceeing and you know we're going to deliver. I'm still looking for my outfit though. I'm still working on that. 
And we'll finish today with the United Way is a champion for our community. Together, they create opportunities, foster education, and improve the lives of those in need. But they can't do it alone. They need your help, your passion, your generosity. Together, they can create a brighter future for every individual in St. John's County. They desperately need volunteers constantly. So please go on their website, unitedway-sjc.org. We love them. It's beautiful when we live united. And with that said, folks, thank you so much for tuning in today. I love those two guests. We have Jenna and Amanda from Great Expectations Realty and Auction. And congratulations again on being the top 500. That is just absolutely incredible. That is just an amazing accomplishment. Both of those ladies are are absolute gems in our community. Thank you, Blake, for hitting all the buttons. And uh, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Bye, boo.